Hello, and welcome to a special episode, episode 27 of Uncovering the Corners of the World podcast. I'm your host, Karina Kosmala. Now, this episode is different from my previous ones. We'll still be talking about unique and unheard of attractions around the U.S. and around the world. But on my previous episodes, I'm usually the only voice you'll likely hear in this podcast. And sometimes you might hear the barking dogs down the street. This week, I'd like to introduce you to my friend and fellow podcaster, Colin Sugg, who hosts the podcast History from the Back Pages, which is a podcast that finds and explores the hidden figures in history that we might not have heard about when we were in school. He also co-hosts a podcast with DJ Benny the Bull called The Bull and Hawk Show that critiques recent sports games as well as interviews student-athletes from various sports. This week, we talked about three attractions in Wisconsin. The first one was the Dancing Horse Theater located at 5065 WI-50 in Delavan, Wisconsin, the Geneva Lake Museum at 225 Mill Street, Lake Geneva, and the Lake Geneva Ziplines and Adventures located at N3232 County Road H, Lake Geneva. So, Colin, what is your favorite place that you visited in Wisconsin? Well... I'm a big fan of Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. My family's been going there for decades. My grandma, grandpa, on my father's side have been going there for years. And my family has went with my grandparents and my aunts and all of us go and cousins would go to Lake Geneva for a couple of days. And one of the locations I want to talk about is not technically in Lake Geneva, it's in Delvin, Wisconsin, which is minutes away from Lake Geneva. Pretty much, if you don't want to be in hustle-bustle of the tourist downtown Main Street in Lake Geneva, Delvin is where you want to go, because they have hotels there that are more off the beaten path. They require a car, but <laughs> don't, you don't see tourists outside your window all the time. So what's in Delvin? It's the Dancing Horse Theater. Dancing Horse Theater is a very fun dancing, uh, the name implies they have dancing horses, and on the website, there is the dancinghorses.com, is the official website. They mentioned the about page, and this is pretty much what I knew, and when I've been to it multiple times, they have said in, like, the opening introduction, the opening salvo, it was a young girl's dream. She loved stallions. She loved horses, and her dream was one day to open a dancing horse feeder, and that dream became a reality when the Dancing Horse Feeder was open. She loves the Arabian stallions, like those beautiful, majestic ones. Wait, so like the main actors are actual horse, like actual horses, and it's not like a circus show, but more like a theater production? It's, it's pretty much, they have, so how it goes is they have a beautiful array of horses and many different colors. And they have the horse trainers and, like, acrobats and different kind of people. So they'll lead the horses onto the, 
like stage. It's pretty much just like dirt, like arena style, and they'll ride on the horse or they'll have the horse like go on its hind legs and like put its legs on like a platform. They do tricks with the horses, and it's really it's really fun. When was the last time you saw it? Saw their shows? Twenty eighteen. Okay, I looked up their website and they had a show called the power of a dream is that something that was also in 2018 or is that something completely new no that's brand new and i read a little bit about it in prior prep to this uh segment but it looks very interesting i don't really they had a theme when i went in 2018 there was a theme that the woman who was in love with the horses like the owner had envisioned but I don't think it had anything to do with dreams. But I have a funny story, though. My dad, he went one year with, like, some extended family. I don't think I was there, or I didn't go to the horses that time. And they had updated the show, so it was a different show than he was used to the year prior. And the owner was, like, in love with water. So they had, like, water fountains all over, like, sprinklers, and they made horrible tinkling sounds. So my dad and, like, the whole state family had to go to the bathroom, like, really bad. Because, like, it was, like, water. We couldn't stop. It was, like, nonstop water. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yikes. Did you ever get to, like, go behind the scenes and, like, meet the head trainer? Because I knew, I saw that that was also an option. It sounded really cool. I met the horses. Really? You've met the horses? Like, you can, um, like, when the show ends, you can walk to like um one of like the gates or like one of the places to sit and you can like pet the horse and like meet them there they have a petting zoo by the way as well yeah so like the dancing horses is inside in an arena style and outside they have a petting zoo with like unique exotic animals and the classic ones that the kitties love like the goats and the those kind of ones in the horse like the little ponies but then they have like more exotic ones like weird birds and like um lizards and amphibians like different different animals sounds pretty cool i remember being i guess probably the next attraction i'll talk about this one is in lake geneva downtown main street and it's called main street right down the middle of lake geneva and on the right like right there near the hotels and all the thrift shops there's a museum and lake geneva museum and it's pretty much set up where it wants to show the past of lake geneva 1930s 1920s when all the big wigs from Chicago came to Lake Geneva in their huge vacation homes. And that's pretty much how Lake Geneva got started. Many of the biggest people, like the Procter & Gamble, the Wrigley's, the people like that, the J.P. Morgans, the really rich Chicago big wigs would stay in Lake Geneva over the summer. So there's this one cool exhibit that was there when I went there, 2018, I think. And it's like an old dentist. So like they showed you what you went to the dentist, like the 1940s, that's what it looked like. And I hate the dentist right now. I can't imagine going to the dentist back then. Because all of the tools were like metal and everything was metal. And it was like, didn't look very flattering or appealing to me. It was probably super painful. I doubt they had like yes. all those like you, numbness, whatever it's called that they give you. So you don't actually feel the pain. <laughs> I can just picture, like, the most torturous ways of ripping a tooth out or fixing a tooth. So it's not like your standard museum where you just, like, walk in and you have exhibits outside, but you're actually walking 
along Main Street. Was there any other place along that street besides the dentist workstation that you visited? Well, so the dentist workstation is like inside the museum, but it's like set up like inside outside. So some of the exhibits are outside, okay. but most of them are inside the museum. But it's basically like a warehouse, like warehouse style. They have a lot of exhibits, like the dentist, old houses, and like the history behind the houses, and like who bought it when. Because that's like a big reason to go to like Geneva if you really like history and beautiful mansions, beautiful homes, a lot of the history behind the homes. You can learn a lot about that if you go to the museum. Pretty cool. I've only been one time with my dad. We spent the one time, but we enjoyed it, though. Okay. I'm a fan of museums. I like going to museums. That's, like, one of my passions. Now, the last one. Lake Geneva zip lines and adventures. And I was already full force. Like, I was like, this is what I want to do. Have you done it? Yes. Yes, I've done this one three times. Or two. Two or three. Because I went with my dad's sister and her English sustained partner in 2017. Then I went with my cousin Aiden in 2018. And then, so I guess I've been twice, but it's very fun. And pretty much you need a car for this. So you'll travel a little bit off the beaten path away from Lake Geneva proper, like the city tourist stations to go to um, the zip line. Of course, you need a huge location, lots of acres, lots of land for the zip line get there and the first time i went it was a junkie it was like a regular tourist center it wasn't anything special but then they remodeled it during that year so i went again it was like a beautiful brand new state-of-the-art visitor center like when you saw it from like the street like i want to go to this place and how it's set up is from what i remember you go to the visitor center check in you've done that from online you check in and then they do a crash course of your equipment so you get on like your harness your vest your helmet all the equipment you'll need for the zip lining and then they'll tell you a little bit about what not to do because if you screw up there can be big problems and one of the reasons why they mentioned that at the beginning is at certain points on the zip lining tour you're gonna have to stop and you don't want to go way off like the platforms because their platforms way up in the high like the trees way up high so we're getting to like each platform you don't want to stop and start too fast because you might get stuck in like the middle of the zip line so then you have to like climb, like um get to the other side so they, they tell you all that stuff did that ever happen that someone got stuck in the middle of like their yeah, zip line never happened to me when i was there or anything but it has happened supposedly because they have like a limit of how many people go on each tour i think it was like 12 is like how many go and they start off easiest to hardest of course and then it gets more fun at each one so, like, the first one's, like, the training one. Like, this is the simple one, the one for beginners, which makes sense. And they help you along the way. They have guides, like, free guides go with you. So, like, they're helping you along the way. And by the end, you end up starting at where you started. A lot of stairs. So, if you don't like stairs, that might be a problem. Because you have to climb the stairs to get to, like, different platforms when you, like, land from, like, the zip line. It's fun, though. Did you ever look down when you were ziplining? Yes. I have looked down. How likely are you going to hit a tree if you zip line? Oh, zero. Very, very unlikely. Okay. So there's not any danger. It's completely set up for you to succeed. And as long as you follow the rule, what they say, the guidelines, and you'll be very be fine. I'd like to thank Colin for joining me on this week's episode as we talked about attractions in both Lake Geneva, Wisconsin and in Delavan, Wisconsin.
And I'd like to thank the listeners for tuning into this week's episode. Check out Colin's podcasts, History from the Back Pages, and The Bull and Hawk Show, both available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Be on the lookout for a new episode next week on Uncovering the Corners of the World podcasts. Have a great weekend.